Welcome to another episode of Black Biz Banter. I'm your hostess, Nzinga Nomo, owner and founder of Afriware Books Company. We are located in Maywood, Illinois, 1701 South 1st Avenue in Suite 400. Today I'm going to read our blog post, which was initially released February 3rd, my mother's birthday. Um, 2021. The title is What are the Seven Principles of Ma'at? I decided to do this blog post at a time when I was analyzing Google search data and this one had millions (laughs) of search searches and I was hoping, you know, that a few people would would um, click on it and that is that has proven to be the case so um, I might have a little commentary in between so it's not um, exact word for word but it's as close as possible Um, with of course encouragement to actually go to the blog post which is afriwarebooks.com slash blog and to actually to get to this particular blog post in the search bar off of the home page, you can um, put in the words, what are the seven principles of Ma'at? Here we go. Um, I start with a picture that was taken from the Egyptian Museum uh, as a reference in Cairo, which I personally visited. It's the sculpture of Ma'at made of gold and lapis lazuli from the third intermediate period, period, circa 800 to 700 BCE from Khartoum, Sudan. Which I love that it's from Sudan because there's always so many references to Egypt slash Kemet as though there isn't some connection further south. Um, or actually north, if you follow the flow of the um, Nile River. But that's another story. Okay. The seven principles of Ma'at are number one, truth, number two, justice, number three, harmony, which I have two references for, or another reference listed as righteousness. Number four, balance. Number five, order. Number six, reciprocity. Number seven, propriety. The seven principles of Ma'at are a summary of the ideals and morals practiced in ancient Egypt. Beyond the principles is a field of study with volumes of texts that reveal a divine order with political, theological, social, and anthropological implications. And I have a reference one there. Footnote. Exploring the history and life of our ancient African ancestors can be a daunting task. After all, they left an encyclopedic amount of information on their morals and values on papyri, tombs, stelae, and statuettes. Throughout this literary collection, There's a common theme under the umbrella of the term ma'at, also referred to as M-A-A-T. The first one I spelled M-A apostrophe A-T. 
the second one is M-A-A-T with no apostrophe. It can be overwhelming, to say the least, to begin excavating all of the material, but thankfully there are at least two that provide a summary and important critique of it, namely Ma'at, Guiding Principles of Moral Living by Ife and Tidika, I believe, Kilimanjaro, PhDs, and an earlier work, Ma'at, The Moral Ideal in Ancient Egypt, a study in classical African ethics by Malana Karenga, which is to date out of print. I suggest springboarding your way into the topic with the book Nile Valley Contributions to Civilization by Anthony Browder. Browder provides an easy-to-digest look into the life, customs, and connections to present-day signs and symbols. And then I have a picture of his book, Nile Valley Contributions to Civilization, available at Afriware Bookstore. There is a lifetime of study awaiting any who dare to open this African box of mysteries. The diagrams, anthropomorphic symbolisms, and comedic language abounds, and for the modern for the modern day researcher, cause pa- for pause before diving in. I would recommend utilizing the work of those who ventured before us as a pillar of strength forward. Browder has studied with the masters and is an expert at breaking down complex concepts for a wide audience. For decades, I've recommended his um, title from the Browder file as a doorway into African consciousness and study with great success. In this niche, niche of ancient African ethics, he does not disappoint. As it pertains to Ma'at, he has analyzed the most popular image associated with her, Goddess Ma'at, as she is also referred to. And I have a picture of his book I've labeled Image One, Nile Valley Contributions to Civilization by Anthony Browder, page 88. At the bottom of page 88, see Image One above, you will see a hand-drawn copy of the original that resides on the walls of the inside of a pyramid. Each part of the image has been interpreted starting from left to right with the double image of Ma'at. The most notable characteristic about Ma'at is her plume feather at the top of her head. Browder explains that the two images of Ma'at that surround the deceased man in the middle symbolize the personification of physical law and moral virtues, in quotes. In the second part of the image, we see the same feather being weighed against the deceased's soul. This is heavy, pun intended. I hope that this example allows the reader to appreciate the work that Browder provides in translating and interpreting what has been preserved in stone to words that have meaning for us. Interpretation can vary from interpreter to interpreter, and Browder is a well-respected scholar I've come to trust. When analyzing the world of Ma'at, however, there are many more scholars to consider for a closer look 
at its intricacies and ideals. The entire field of Egyptology must be examined and extracted from its racist views. Terminology must be redefined and placed in proper context. As an example, Egyptologists Hegel and Breasted have debated whether the people of ancient Egypt were even black. Though Egypt is in Africa, there was question slash cover up slash denial slash lies regarding ethnicity. Dr. Jacob Crothers has expertly done the required literary surgery in his treatise titled Intellectual Warfare by calling and quoting the rogue arguments made to keep Greek slash Romans at the center of contributions to world civilization and Africans as peripheral at best or non-existent. And I have a Reference number four. Researching Ma'at requires researching Egypt, requires researching hieroglyphics, also known as Meru Netcher or Meru Netteru. There is much work to be done, and the reader may grow to appreciate the work our ancestors have done to rescue, revive, and reinterpret it from an African perspective. And have a picture of the book Ma'at Guiding Principles of Moral Living available at Afterwear. The second reference, Ma'at Guiding Principles of Moral Living, caught our attention at Afterwear Books Company because there was a surge in orders for this book after the heinous murder of George Floyd. The book is no light read. We have sold over 45 copies of a book that is 700. 95 pages long during a pandemic and that's all in quote all in uppercase letters this is extraordinary given we did not have a book signing with the author clearly there is desire to learn more about life before colonization and this book provides an abundance of translated pyramid walls papyri mixed with modern day leaders writings when reviewing it, I found translations of ancient text with modern interpretations and opinions side by side. This was clearly a grand undertaking, which could have taken several lifetimes to complete. The authors must be commended for pulling this together for wide accessibility. Usually, this type of information may remain within the lonely halls of guarded museums. For the general public to be able to access it and use what applies to their lives is invaluable. While the reader can decide for themselves what their preference is, I appreciate the work and recommend it after reading its predecessor, Ma'at, The Moral Ideal in Ancient Egypt by Maulana Karenga. And I have a picture of that book, um, Ma'at, which is unfortunately out of print. Karenga provides the backdrop and meticulous references that assist with understanding the original text. While some may not require this level of detail, I found it easier to differentiate interpretation from opinion. While I agree with many of the opinions expressed in Kilimanjaro's work, I found myself struggling to determine which was original text and which was a modern day opinion. 
While we are all one African family, I feel it's important to add the teach us how to fish approach rather than the providing the fish itself. With the sheer amount of work that was interpreted, I can also understand having to make a choice of going the strictly interpretation route versus the next level of opinion slash application which Kilimanjaro provided. This is why I do recommend both books, however. It is just the order in which they are read that may make a difference for some. The bottom line is to start with the earliest, 2004 copyright, and build from there to the Kilimanjaro, which is um, released in 2019. I will end this article in just pointing out the different, the single difference mentioned in the seven principles of Ma'at between the authors. Browder and Karinga use the word harmony for the third principle, while Kilimanjaro uses the word righteousness in his final definition. I think this should be explored further though. I feel the authors could debate it either way since there are so many books to reference. Karenga does reference righteousness as part of the quote, polysemic nature of Ma'at. Kilimanjaro uses righteousness on page 159 and harmony on page 217. I prefer the word harmony since it is the only principle that has a tie to vibration and in my humble opinion, we are all vibration. And on that note, I'll end this article on a positive vibration and welcome the reader to research for yourselves any of the books mentioned herein. In summary, my recommendation for further study on the seven principles of Ma'at is to read in this order, number one, Nile Valley Contributions to Civilization by Anthony Browder, number two, Ma'at Guiding Principles on Moral Living by Milana Karenga, and number three, Ma'at the Moral Ideal in Ancient Egypt by Ife and Tidika Kilimanjaro. Thank you so much for listening to um, Afriware Books blog post. Again, available at afriwarebooks.com slash blog. Um, or in the search bar, you could just type in what are the seven principles of Ma'at. I definitely encourage you to, to do so, um, particularly to follow the many links um, that are listed in the blog post for further um, research. Um, again, thank you for listening. I am still, you know, trying to find that sweet spot of, um, uh, I don't want to use that, of um, searchability. You know, I want you to be able to find Afterwear Books online is the bottom line. So I'm doing podcasts, I'm doing blog posts, I, you know, constantly updating the website, doing all the social media, trying to just have all roads open to Afriware Books Company. And again, that website, afriwarebooks.com. Thank you so much. I'm going to end it here. Um, I'd love it if you would um, join our email list. Um, also available at, on the homepage at the, at the bottom of the page. There's a, a link to join our email. Thank you so much. Signing off. Have a fabulous day.